Send your voice notes to Metro FM Talk. 79191-4270. The headlines. The headlines on Metro FM Talk. Yeah, seven minutes it is before 8 p.m. But is Yaka Litigwind. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I certainly uh, did not expect the outcome that uh, I saw probably uh, just shy of 45 minutes to um, an hour or just over an hour before we came on air. And uh, yeah, this after the Eteguini Metro Council finally managed to sit uh, after some disruption on Monday to conduct the vote into uh, the uh, mayoral position. And the latest uh, coming out of that, uh, Councillor Mkolisi Kawunda of the African National Congress returning as mayor uh, in uh, what has certainly been a chaotic journey uh, to that particular outcome. Electricity cuts, issues with uh, the tent, uh, you know, disruptions. And uh, yeah, to tell us a bit more about uh, the developments that led to this particular outcome and all of the innuendo and uh, issues around this, uh, I'm joined on the line by a Precious Lukaeni, who's a political analyst. Precious, good evening and welcome. Yeah, thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us. Precious, maybe just for the purposes of some of the people who might not be familiar uh, with how things have developed since 1 November out in Eteguini. Uh, paint a picture for us of uh, what, firstly, the electoral outcome implied, because clearly no clear majority for the incumbents, the African National Congress. And I guess that's why uh, there was so much intrigue on Monday and, of course, this afternoon as well. Look, I did uh, when I spoke to one a uh, registration about the the elections on the of the of the first of November. Mm. I said this is a this is a fight for the metros. The reason why I said that is because uh, you remember in 2016, the African National Congress lost uh, Tswane, Jobek, and, and Nelson Mandela, and uh, the numbers for it really dropped in 2016. So there was an indication that they will drop in in 20. What is it? 2021. If uh, things did not improve, and you know, recall that in 2016, the ANC was divided, but not as they are now. So their situation was worse. It was expected that um, they they will uh, not do well in 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 the and uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the the outcome that we saw, uh, they clearly didn't do as well as uh, historically they have. Uh, but more importantly, what type of uh, bargaining did it open the space for? Uh, since I guess the you know fourth of November, or so or when the results did come out. Look, it, 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 the, the, the days of landslide wins are gone, but uh, for some reason the ANC seemed surprised that they did not uh, get the majority that they wanted. Mm. But I did say that I'm surprised that they are surprised because the writing was always on the wall. The service delivery protests, all the complaints about everything and anything in Italy was an indication that the ANC was not going to do well. Coupled with that, the low turnout, voter turnout, actually, because the ANC depended on the turnout. Uh, the, the low voter turnout was always going to work against them. Mm, mm, mm. And, and that's to suggest, I guess, many of the people that didn't turn out for the vote happened to be many of their own supporters as the ANC. Yes, it is their own supporters. And remember, also towards the election, towards the 1st of November, the ANC had a lot of fights about candidates. That candidate should be removed. That one it is not true. Mm. There was a lot of such things. Uh, even in Etiwini, there was, there was a lot of such things. So it came as no surprise that they did not do badly. However, when the results came on the 1st of November, the hope was that uh, the ANC will go into a coalition with the, the IFP in particular. 
but the IFP did not uh, agree to go into a coalition. Otherwise, they, they, they came to an agreement that they would not um, contest where one of them got majority. In other words, the okay, will the ANC will contest the mayorship and because that is where they have a majority, though it's not a 50 plus one, and the, the IFP will not we will contest mayorship elsewhere. But what happened then in Freyhead, now the, the ANC started to field their own member, and then that angered the IFP, and the IFP said, well, I'm not, we're not going to support you. Mm. And that is why then there was chaos on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, the chaos we saw unfolding on Monday, maybe just uh, give us a brief explanatory, because there, there was quite a lot. I mean, there was the issues with the, with the venue itself. Uh, it couldn't happen at the ICC because there was the intra-Africa trade fair that had spilled over into the tail end of the weekend, and that did influence the suitability of the ICC to have this meeting. It was then held in a tent. There was then an electricity cut. But before that happened, there was also a uh, storming of that tent by supporters of the African National Congress. See, the storming of the members of the National Congress, I think it was because it became clear that if the IFP is not going to vote with them, they will not get the mayorship, they will lose. Mm. And then maybe there was a, it was a strategy to disrupt. Concerning the um, continental intra-Africa trade, uh, that was somewhere, it was not in, in, in Moses Mapieta, it was in the ICC. So Moses Mapieta is quite a bit far from the ICC. Mm. But I don't know why the council all held its meeting in, in, in Moses Mapieta because they do have a, the Japan City Hall. Mm. But um, I think the, the members of the ANC disrupted that meeting because they, they realized that they were going to lose. Hence, then today, they were actually helped by smaller parties. And that is why they had to make space for one member of the smaller parties to be exco. So, yeah. It, it was chaotic. It, it was a terrible thing. Let's talk about those smaller parties. Uh, and one, Mr. Mavondla. Uh, mm. Yeah, what happened there? I think the smaller parties, um, in the absence of a better term, the smaller parties brought the ANC back to power when the big, the, 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 the EFF and um, the Action SA wanted to, to to dislodge the ANC. So the smaller parties were king makers in this case because there will be one party there, one party there, one party there. Those are the parties that brought the ANC back to power. If, even if you look at the, how Mr. Kaunda won, he got 113 votes when he needed 112. It was a small margin. <laughs> in fact, the ANC nearly lost. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I guess if you're sitting in the opposition benches, if you're in the DA Action SA, the EFF and the IFP, right now i mean uh, what goes through your mind <laughs> see what goes to my mind uh, is that i thought the the ends were going to lose that is mm. what i thought mm. and i thought then if you recall the all the parties their aim is to dislodge the ANC. they've been saying that they've been open about it that their aim is to dislodge the ANC. And I, I thought that if they manage to dislodge the ANC, the next victim will be the DA, and the DA will be easier to dislodge than the than the than the ANC. I think we can we are still going to see a lot of chaos because um, the ANC now will be more divided than they were because Mr. Kaunda was not even number one in their list of mayorship. There was somebody else. And then those who are disgruntled by that will continue to cause chaos. I don't see any form of stability after this, um, uh, after today's result. Was the administration stable before this result? Because 
if you follow what a lot of people say on social media and many other platforms, they make quite clear that, you know, uh, a different outcome to what would have happened today would have brought some stability. Now, that implies that there was some instability. Are you suggesting that if people accept that there was some instability, least of all after the exit of uh, Zandile Kumete, uh, that needed to be at least stabilized somewhat, that the instability we might see now might even be worse than that? I think the instability might be worse now. Remember, even George's account that came in to finish Zandile Kumete's term. Yes. Uh, mm. But now... It's not, it's not well received by big business. There might be more instability. I may be wrong, but I think there's going to be more instability now than it was before. Mm-mm-mm. And what does all of this mean? I mean, for the African National Congress, I think many people saying that a lot of spade work happened over the last 24 hours or so to convince some of the smaller parties, least of all ADEC, <laughs> to go and vote in their favour. Uh, what is all of this going to mean in the regional and uh, even, I guess, city-level dynamics within the African National Congress? The, the, the dynamics in the city are going to be interesting. Remember, the ex-Konao has uh, five independents and five ANC people and that one a smaller party person. The dynamics are going to be interesting, but I think the chair will have to have a casting vote. But the dynamics are going to be interesting. Remember, we, there was also a group in Umlazi that was contest, was uh, protesting, saying that their candidate is one but is not in the list, and all those kinds of things. I don't foresee any form of stability now. There were, because there are also other complaints about big service delivery in Echewini, refuse removal cutting off grass along the freeway and all those kinds of things. I think there's going to be more instability now in Echevini. And, and what does that mean? I mean, what does that mean for somebody who is, you know, living in Kennedy Road, somebody who's living, you know, alongside Springfield and uh, many of the, uh, you know, working class parts of Echevini uh, uh, in particular? I mean, when you say there will be instability, what does that mean for the, you know, delivery of services in, in my part or, of, of the world? So see, when the political parties fight for anything, service delivery takes the, the back banner. And there has always been service delivery issues anyway. It's not like that. There were perfect um, issues in Debian. So everybody is going to suffer in one way or the other. Not because the ANC didn't win or we won in, with a small margin, but because the political parties, what is in their mind is to dislodge the ANCs about themselves I've not had any political party who says they want to win so that we deliver service to the people. All of them, they want to dislodge that party and that party, and then the service delivery suffers anyway. And remember, one of the things that um, affected Zandile Kumete was waste removal. Mm. That was the tender that um, actually uh, put her in, into serious, serious trouble. I don't foresee any form of stability or any improvement in the delivery of services in Etiwini. And remember also, Mkodis' that does not have a, his own legacy. He was, even if he left, he was not going to leave any kind of legacy. Maybe he will try now that he's going to start his own term because last time he was finishing Zandile Kometi's term. Yeah, and uh, I guess... You know, the other question marks that, that also appear is, what does all of this mean in the context of what we saw in July? Um, many people suggesting that in many ways that was a spillover of some of the internal fissures, internal frictions and dynamics inside of the governing party. 
um, to have come across the line, you know, just in the last moment with the skin of its teeth in this particular way. Uh, what does that mean for all of those tensions that were brought out to bear uh, as we saw out in July? The, the tensions within the ANC are always out there for everybody to see. Mm. And 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 the calendar is uh, is uh, said to belong to a particular section. Well, one of the criticisms, criticisms that are leveled against him is that he supports the, the so-called radical economic transformation group, mm. which is not well received by business. That is what that is what really worries me from an economic point of view. If you have a mayor who is not, sometimes he makes comments that um, anger big business. If you have a mayor who is not well received by the big business, we are likely to be in trouble. Why, why do you say that? Why, why by big business in particular? Like I say, he makes um he he is said to be aligned to the radical economic transformation group. Those people are disruptive. They disturb um, construction. They disturb any any development in the city. They want a tender here and a tender there. So he has not been strong in fighting that kind of thing. So uh, so he was said to be aligned with that group, and that group is not. It is disruptive, like I say. It's not received, but well received by big business. Big business wants stability and certainty, mm. and no one would put his money in a city or in any economy that uh, creates a lot of uncertainty because they want a return for their investment. So that is why big business is always um, not receiving this counter very well. Mm. Now, I guess you know. The other counterfactual, and I'm quite interested in your thoughts on this, um, if the outcome had gone in an opposite direction, I mean, what would this have meant uh, for the ANC in the province of KwaZulu-Natal coming as it does, you know, with all of the key milestones that are going to be happening over the next while as uh, the governing party gears itself up for... You say uh, if it had gone, if not yeah, to the ANC, it, but well, to somebody well, if, else. Yeah, if it had gone to the IFP or the DA, what would that have meant for the balance well, of forces going into... The provincial conference it, it, and even the national conference. If it had gone to the DA, it means that the mayor would come from the DA. But also my view is that if it had gone to the DA, there will come a time when these other parties like the Action SA, IFP, would like to would want to dislodge the, the DA. And for me, the DA would be a weaker target than the ANC. Mm. That, that, that creates a lot of chaos. In fact, whichever way this would have gone, in the long run, it will create chaos. Sure. Yeah. And and maybe, Precious, I guess, to bring it back into the broader mix of the politics inside of the governing party. I mean, big milestones coming up. Uh, the politics inside of the governing party. Big milestones, mm -hmm. national conference coming up, uh, provincial elective conferences, regional level conferences as well. Uh, if, um, I guess, the dynamics have shifted in a direction different to what we saw now, what, what would you have expected to happen? The dynamics within the ruling party, the divisions, the factions, the corruption, and everything, and even the the loss during the elections, they blame each other. Some of them are denying it. So we can expect more chaos when they go to the to the election, particularly their elective conference next year, uh, because there is also there there was a rumor that they want to take that the president out and put somebody else. So those dynamics are going to start to play now. Yeah, ne. Okay, mm. we're going to have to leave it there, Precious. Uh, uh, as long as you for taking time out to speak to us this evening, really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Bye.
Precious Lukayen, a political analyst, uh, speaking to us this evening. Yeah, do let us know some of your own thoughts on uh, all of the unfolding dynamics uh, that we see and, of course, what you make of uh, how the smaller parties came in last minute there, effectively, to uh, win it for the African National Congress out in Eteguini. Yeah, do let us know.